comes now. Rodrigo strikes a ball. Yes! Yes! And that's what happens when you buy stuff from the Audi Middle Isle. It delivers every so often, but um, yeah. but you know what? In the long run, it's going to fall apart after its second or third use. Nothing to do with what we've just heard or talked about. And you know what? I think Rodrigo would get us into a nightclub on reflection, and I think he'd buy everyone strawberry daiquiris, and it wouldn't be that kind of strawberry daiquiri where it was it's like a watery; they'd be frozen and like have a swirl at the top. And I think he'd know the people behind the bar, and they'd be half price. I- I tell you what he'd do. So he'd get us into the nightclub, and it would be as big a surprise to him as to anybody that he's got us in. He'd buy us the strawberry daiquiris, yeah. And in celebration that yeah. his evening is going as well as it is, yeah. He he'd kick someone's face on the dance floor, yeah. And just then, in passion. And then you know what he'd do? He'd um he'd promise you he would promise you expensive pina coladas, but then he'd be uh, drinking the boost. <laughs> <laughs> not the award-winning boost award winning i know because it doesn't exist it doesn't it doesn't exist what the um, award, award or the boost? well no the the award which was given by the british medical association wasn't it that should not be consumed if you have a heart condition or if you're under the age of 18 <laughs> okay this is this is unprecedented this is a few days later and we're here again i would like to haste hasten to add um one one, my prediction. I got it the wrong yeah. way around, kind of. <laughs> you got the you put the ones in the wrong place. Yeah, I did. Um, but it all counts. Yours, your prediction was completely wrong. It was completely wrong, wasn't it? But and it has been regularly. Yeah, but the reason we're here is because um, more often than ever before, um, you, you've you've still got um, you're still in in the pulpit. And you, you're ready to burst. Am I right? Mm. <laughs> you sound I, I, you sound on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm seriously concerned, mate. Like you know me, I'm the voice of optimism, yeah, wild optimism at times, um, dogmatic optimism. Um, it's been described as by some people idiocy, um, asinine, idiocy, asinine, yeah, yeah asinine, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, subnormal, subeducationally yeah, normal, cretinous, cretinous <laughs> optimism. Yeah, um, mm. and mm. Oh, you know that game. Down. Sorry, <laughs> you know that game we just watched, mate. Yeah, which one? The one where the scum got hammered. No, no, that was great. That was no, absolutely. No. <laughs> 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 uh... You're well, joking, joking. Do you reckon he's out of a job? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course he's, of course he's. Um, that one-all draw, mm. or if if you're the majority of Leeds fans online at the moment, that one-all comprehensive victory <laughs> against Wolves, uh, it sapped the absolute life and soul out of me. It was probably one of the most painful games mm. I've watched. I've got to say, the reason that I kept watching it was because I was just so proud of the fans in the stadium. Like it was just, we've been there, mate. And I'm, I'm, 
I'm not a good fan in the stadium, and I know that, and I recognise no. that. You, you, I, I've got that nervous energy. Yeah. I, I, I cast it onto the players and the people around me. It makes them not want to to sing. Makes them not want to shout. It makes them want to go home and check their mortgage statements to make sure there hasn't been a mistake. Um, <laughs> it's just it, it, it. You, you are a lot more effusive, which is is interesting because actually in the cold light of day you're a lot more pragmatic and you're less optimistic as I am but in the stadium I'm not that so so seeing the fans literally drag the players over the line yeah I think was incredible and actually keep faith with the players um I want to I want to start with some positives tell me two things that were massively positive tell me and 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 you might <clears throat> sense that this might be a leading question mm. tell me about two people who were exceptionally positive because Bielsa has claimed it's Cooper and Rodrigo. <laughs> Are you in agreement, Stu? Um, right. So, is that your boost? Boosting your uh, optimism? I, I just take my boost um, intravenously. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you took it. I thought someone had to administer it. Um, when I you were laying yeah, down yeah, no, no. face first, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, pow- your head I powder the rings. boost. I powder the boost. Uh, I dehydrate it, and it just leaves the pure sugar. And uh, I use it as a suppository. Uh, it gets in quicker. Um, yeah. Also, also not recommended by the British Medical Association. So. I okay. What which are left is what, um Two things I'm positive about. Um, I'm still positive about the amount of chances created because um, it, it does mean my constant point of reference was um, if Bamford was on the pitch, I think we'd be a couple of goals up now. Um, so that was really positive. Um, yeah. I, I want to say the young the young lads. Um, but, but, but something's holding you back. I can sense it, Stu. Yeah, I, I think it's actually, I think it's, uh, I think I'm crying boost tears. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're bright blue. Um, yeah. No, I'm I'm just numb from the waist down now. Um, but that's the boost. That's the boost. That, that, that I tell you what, if, that you should be in marketing because I can yeah. I can imagine a man in a suit with a briefcase getting into his car and he turns around at the last moment and says, "I'm numb from the waist down." Yeah, that's the boost. Yeah, um, or you know the follow up advertising. Yeah. Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a paraplegic? Boost, <laughs> boost your life. Have you ever yeah, wondered what it is? Have. You ever wondered what it is to defecate your weight every day? That's the boost. <laughs> no, no. They're no. advertising at Leeds, though. They're, they're massive. I, like, I can't believe that we got a free load of drinks from them. Oh, no, yeah, me. they're I'm all over them. In the morning, I get up in the morning. I get up in the morning. I have my chia seeds um, on top of um, live yogurt, and then three boosts, mm. and I'm ready for the day. Yeah. <laughs> and if by that point you've nutted the postman, <laughs> you've kicked a cat. And you've defecated into a drain yeah. pipe. And I've run to work. That's the boost. And I've worked 17 miles away. Um, <laughs> yeah. no, no, Sweated no. to high heaven with your heart. Uh, constant yeah, yeah. 128 BPM. What, what, yeah, what yeah. we do is, um, in the office I work in, we just um, rope me up to the electrics and it keeps their lights on. Um. <laughs> do you reckon like Do you reckon like Ailing and that lot are just smashing boosts before the murder ball sessions? Um so I was impressed with the amount of chances being created. Um, and, and the thing is, we've been saying for ages and, you know, whatever, but that we should have been starting with the young kids. I'd rather start with younger kids that are naive than disillusioned. Yes. Um, and there was players. naivety to 
Gildhart's run that led to the penalty. Did you, did you see match of the day? No, no. Right. Because I hate them. <laughs> what, matches or days? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it was interesting because... Um, uh, Keown, I know you're you're a big fan of Keown mm. because no, I'm no. Listen, I'm a big fan of Evolution, and he, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> is the true. missing link. He shaves <laughs> he his is. palms in the morning. No, no, I, I don't, I don't mind him actually. I don't mind him. But he did say when they were doing the, the replay of the goal, they said, "Oh, um, Geldhart has you know, there's an air of messy about him." Um, he, he's right though. He is right. Well, he because... was guffawed at by Lineker. Lineker said, "Easy, slow down." The, the, the tanning salon fumes have, have <laughs> clearly over the years affected Lineker's mind. Like I don't think he's all. I there. think Keown, if you Keown, took a dry roasted peanut and drew a face on it, yeah, yeah, and then and then you'd have a carrot Lineker. I think if you had a dry roasted peanut, drew a face on it, mm. then dehydrated, <laughs> it would still have more moisture than Gary Lineker has. In his skin, um, uh, but Keown, Keown, big fan of the Lineker family. Has, I am, by the way, big fan of the Lineker family. No, 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 come on. No, they they run they run a uh, they run a they still run a uh, fruit and vegetable. They're salt of the earth. Them lot. I've always said that about the Lineker clan. What are you referencing? Thing is, like Keown, who <laughs> who does have the thousand yard stare of a man who yeah. fought in Vietnam. Yeah. Um, bearing in mind he's lived the pampered life of football. I don't know where it comes what from. What do you think he's about when you think of Keown? There. I always remember that Van, Van Nistelrooy thing where he looked like a, yeah. a shaved chimp that had escaped <laughs> from the zoo. And he was just made, trying to mate with Van Nistelrooy. Um, <laughs> i tell you what I think of when I think of Keown. Mm. I think shaves of the word... I, I just think of the word violence, yeah, yeah. and it, it's not not violence on the pitch. He's pretty, he's, not... he's, he's quite articulate, um, and and what Ex- I mean, I, sorry, he enunciates it. He enunciates well. <laughs> the irony of getting that wrong. He enunciates pretty pretty well. If you didn't see a picture of him, I'd love to shock someone by saying yes. Um, have yeah. him read out something really intelligent, and then gently pan the camera to him, and then go, oh my Christ. Yeah, but he's got that look though of someone who is reading everything he says. Yeah. I genuinely think he thinks of the full sentence in his head before he says it. <laughs> well, but, he says, but he's he right, like Messi. He he, well, he right? Okay, well, he's Suck clearly on those not apples. Messi. Yeah, but the close control that Geldart showed, yeah. and also just like the fearlessness and, but the, and, it's and the nouns it, naivety. It? There was that bit where he skipped past about four of their players when he did in, turn in a phone box. Yards, right? Yeah. And then think, the, the drive that took us through clever. to the penalty. He oh, knew he, he, knew yeah, he wasn't going to score. He knew he wasn't going to score, yeah. so he bought it big time. But it was brilliant. Oh, yeah. It was, it was soft. Yeah. i tell you what, I'd be absolutely raging now. If that was a penalty against us, I'd be talking about the corrupt FA. Yeah. I really would, because I remember like when I, when I watched it in real time, and then when they showed it back, I was like, oh, VAR's going to have a look at this, because I, I mean, that is soft. Yeah. It is soft. But he earned it. And he genuinely surprised those defenders who had been seeing the same sort of... Like, the thing is with Rodrigo is you kind of know what he's going to do because he's a seasoned footballer. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's going to have a nice little touch here and spread it out wide there because he's created a bit of space with himself. Geldart genuinely surprised me every time he had the ball. So did some of it. Were you as well. a bit? Uh, let's let's be controversial because there's no point not being. Were you a bit disappointed by that other chance he had? Yeah, because he's he's, he's been putting them that, in. He? Yeah, yeah, he is. But at the same time, he's been three foot either in. side. That's one He's all. been putting them in identical sort of positions. Mm. Those goals have been going in in front of the coaching staff of our under twenty three side, yeah. 
in closed doors games at Thorpe Arch, suddenly when he's got literally the hopes of a city on his shoulder, <laughs> I, I think that's why he leathered it so hard, so central, rather than actually just dialing back by about 10% and actually placing it. Yeah. Make no mistake, he looked like, to me, the most talented footballer on that pitch when he was on. And it wasn't that he was going up against a tiring side. Okay. It wasn't that he was going up against, you know, journeymen. Um, he he looked talented. Mm. And, and and that was really exciting. Somerville as well, actually. I thought what, he was, what was interesting. I thought he was really good. Yeah. He, 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 he impressed he me a little bit more in some ways. Because <laughs> he came yeah, on in really like, um, invidious situations, didn't he? Like yeah, when, yeah, now, he did. We're going to talk about the tackle in a minute, but he came on, who would come on for Rafinha and feel okay about yeah. it? You know? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. and he, he didn't seem phased. And there was a bit as well at one point where he did a skill that, again, would have got him past an under-23s defender. Yeah. But the Wolves left back just, just literally body-checked yeah. him. Yeah. And, but But... but you know, we it wasn't a foul. And he sort of got up, dusted himself down, and then was asking for the ball again. Yeah. And I thought there's something there's something in this. Did, did and, you, and what you, were um, we talking about? Do you, like, do you uh do you like his um I know you're a real stickler. You like when it comes when it comes to um new trends and and new ideas, you, you reach for the faggots and mash, don't you? Um, yeah, I, what I do you, them all what over do you um, <laughs> all over yourself? Yeah, um, <laughs> what do you make of the sleeves situation with Somerville? Because I could, when I was watching the match, I thought he Simon will not be happy with this. He will not be happy with this. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm the, not the sleeves over the hands. With, I'm not happy with sleeves over the hands. I'm not happy with tights. No. <laughs> I'm not happy with, with, with these Under Armour things. They might as well be wearing them. Yeah. Um, I'm not happy with these tiny little shin pads now. You're not happy with how safe um, the balls are, are you? You're not happy with how like you won't you no. you basically yeah won't get a concussion. Go, go back, go back, mate, to the games that you and I have played. Oh yeah, attritional. We're we're basically playing on a surface that makes the Somme look like the Wimbledon centre court, um, and and that's not controversial to say. No, in 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 horizontal rain, yeah. sub yeah. Sub-zero temperatures. Yeah, Literally, the, the teenager who's the manager's son, who's playing on the right wing, has genuinely died. Like, <laughs> he's had a heart attack and genuinely died. Um, but we're carrying on because you've got to play the 90 minutes. He can go in goal if he wants. It'll bounce off his head. Um, he's frozen stiff, so he's like rigor mortis sent <laughs> as well. So it's fine. And, and we still played shorts, socks up to the knees, maybe, as, yeah. as a slight sort of... Oh, um, yeah. You know, realization that it is a little bit cold. Yeah. T-shirt. Yeah. Are you wearing a t-shirt underneath that? No, I'm not. No, because I'm playing football. No. So yeah, I, I don't like this. I don't okay. like this. This sort of this new uh, sort of. You, you know who I blame? Um, is it Thatcher? Thatcher's Britain, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go further back, mate. I'll tell you who I blame. Go on. Queen Victoria. <laughs> You see, what she did, mate, yeah. is she elevated she elevated a group of people who would never have received any education in their lives. Mm, mm, mm. She created the new burgeoning middle class. Mm. And she did it on the exploitation of most of the globe. And the unfortunate thing about educating those people is they realised that it was built on exploitation. And I'll tell you what that's led to. That increased education that Queen Victoria put in for our country has led to people thinking they can play football... Yeah, with their sleeves over their hands and with tights showing between their shorts and their socks, yeah. and I think it's an absolute disgrace. 
Do you know who I blame? Go on. This might shock you, actually, especially in reference to football. Uh, I blame mm. Henry VIII. And that his... doesn't shock me at all. No. I, I know what you yeah. yeah, just that, that kind of... <sighs> the the... The, his his kind of like dissolution in the monasteries, you know, yeah. um, it, it led to it led to the, the bag year short, which inevitably yeah. had to lead to then the um, the more tight shorts, and and so as far as I'm concerned, you know, he his uh, laissez-faire approach to marriage, mm-hmm. along with the dissolution in the monasteries, yeah, 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 and his, you know, let's face it. <laughs> Consistent lambasting of the of the Pope um, had to it had to have led with the sleeves over, over the hand, I, I, and we're I, seeing I, it, aren't yeah, we? We're yeah, seeing yeah, it today. Yeah, yeah, we're seeing it. We're seeing this. It. This won't surprise you, <laughs> but you know who's to blame. I thought it was Henry VIII. Well, 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 have you got someone else? Martin Keown <laughs> <laughs> on the plains of Eurasia <laughs> with his pack mates. They've cornered the the large mammal mm. that is going to feed him, his family, and the wider a, a hundred, probably a, a hundred of the Neanderthals mm. that um, he's looking after. Mm. And just before he throws the spear, his eyes meet the eyes of the creature mm. that he's about to slaughter, mm. and. He doesn't throw his spear. And he's the alpha. We mm. all know he's the alpha. Mm. And the others don't throw their spears. And they look at him. And, and he utters to them his pre-prepared words because he's thought about the sentence in his head beforehand. Mm. What if we domesticate this creature? Mm. And usher in an age where we're not simply scavenging for food. Usher in an age where we're not foraging just to survive, but actually we can farm. Mm. We can actually use these creatures to help mm. us create a sense of safety, peace and security, at which point we can think about our existence and our place in the universe, yeah. which naturally then has led to the individualization that now what we're seeing is football boots that don't have laces. Yeah, 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 yeah. The thing is... It's all Keown. But if you say that to a commentator these days, they, you know, what? where would they start off any of that? And this, this is the problem with football the narration of the game in the 21st century it lacks detail it lacks the yeah, historical yeah. nous yeah i've been able to say that well, some of played okay though didn't they yeah oh yeah it was beautiful hey hang on you know what we're gonna do is we're gonna enter the question zone right now because i've got some questions oh. to throw at you well yeah no no because it, it's early but it's late if you get <laughs> what i mean i know exactly what you mean how are babies what's more important politics or family if there is a god where the hell is he how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant is Keir Starmer really the antichrist when will Wayne Rooney grow into his ear the hell is football anyway questions okay so here we are Uh, I'm going to throw some questions at you I want short pithy answers none of that bollocks about this waffle about the monarchs of Britain you know yeah, over the past yeah. 1200 and, years and, we don't and need Ma- that and, Ma- and Martin Keown yeah, 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 yeah. shite yeah. um, okay right number one um, what does this mean for next weekend and uh, for um, is, is, is this the start of the season no it means we still need to win mm. it, it's not the start of the season the start of the season was at the start everyone's of the saying it's the start of the season well, everyone, everyone is celebrating this this dreadful draw 
this mm. fortunate draw as if it was this massive victory, as if it was this massive sort of turning point. And like even Phil Hay, who's usually really quite, you know, measured in the way that he writes and he responds, mm. he even he's alluding to the fact that like seasons turn on moments like this. Mm. And it's like, it may well be that the season will turn on this moment, but it's not going to help if we go out and put an abject performance in against Norwich. What... Um... One thing that bothers me is that, you know, obviously we were in communique um, during the match um, and there was a point in which I was saying stuff like, oh, the middle of the, the, we couldn't pass, we couldn't string two passes together. There was a, there was a, an absurd moment. It only lasted a moment, yeah. but there's an absurd moment on about the 35th, 40th minute where people were kicking balls against legs. Yeah. And, and I was like, what am I watching here? Now, granted, we did create a couple of chances. There was a point in which I genuinely noted uh, a tinge of embarrassment on Rafinha's face, I, and I did. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care what the comeback yeah. from that is. I don't care if someone says, "Oh, you know, blah, blah, the rest of it." No, stuff it. It was the truth, and we were looking down the barrel. And yeah, okay, Wolves are a decent side. They're not. Yeah. They're not decent. Decent, but they're okay. They're a respectable side. If you draw to them, it's no. It's no shame, especially since we got absolutely done twice last season in in the kind of, kind of same shit house really way. But what concerns me is people have this amnesia, like that penalty, i.e., not scoring from open play for ninety six minutes. Mm. Um, despite the fact that Gerhard probably deserved it, but he still didn't score from open play. And then we have a striker who hasn't scored all season score from a penalty, which is not being funny when you're on the kind of money he is on. Like you should be scoring penalties. Um, yep. I'm love. I'm loving the passion that he's showing, but I think people have got amnesia about what happened in the 90 minutes before that. We sh- we should have scored some goals. We didn't. They shouldn't have and did, and that sums up all of our problems pretty much. Um, we're very rarely being outplayed by teams, but we are being outscored by them, and we still haven't scored from open play. And it feels like we've limped on to another week now, where we've got one more point. I said to you last time, we need to get into double points as quickly as, as possible, double figures. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I just think that there is a slight misapprehension about the situation we're in, as in, as soon as Bamford's back, don't worry, we'll start cracking the goals in. Well, I'd like to believe that. But he's not done it so far this season when he when he was in the in the the games, um, and there was a point in the commentary where they said something along the lines of, "That's the plan today. Get the ball to Rafinha." And I thought, "Oh my God, we're that club. Yeah. We're that club now, where yeah. we can't rely on Dallas and we can't rely on this person. We can't rely on this person. Get the ball to Rafinha and hope that he does something spectacular." And the commentators kept saying over and over again. He'll come up with something. He'll come up with something. And then he had his ankle taken off. And yeah. they went, oh, well, leads of stuff now. Now, Should I talk about that um, challenge? Yeah, just before we do, I just want to say one other thing as well, is that a point I made as well was that when Harrison had that, um, he had a, a cross from Rafinha come to him and he was kind of open and clear and he was mm. running in on goal. He could have played the ball back quite comfortably for someone to then run onto and pass it, either take a shot that's more... It will be will it will be more obvious to take or pass the ball across to to a couple of players that stand on the far side. I think it was Dan James and and Rodrigo, but instead he put his head down and kicked it into Rosette. Now that speaks volumes to me of someone yeah. who's in really poor form, but also someone that yeah. doesn't trust the system. 
It's well, this is, this is interesting because yeah. you you once described eleven aside football as <laughs> a series of job interviews, and and I think that was actually probably one of the most intelligent <clears throat> things you've ever said. Thank you. Um, because it is because at eleven aside football, in particular, Premiership games that are sort of tightly fought on the whole you might only have across yeah. the 90 minutes one key moment every 15 minutes if you're in even if you're in the thick of it yeah. one key moment every 15 minutes yeah and so what Bielsa managed to do was create a system in which the job interview was a job interview for the team and so you were going into it with 11 of you well 10 of your mates and so every time you were going into a, a, a situation where like there was pressure on you you had 10 of your mates with you because you had the system behind you. But what's been really interesting, and I think part of the reason we've, we've been looking at confidence throughout the last few podcasts is that it seems like that we've gone back to everybody feeling like every single individual moment is their job interview. There was that absurd moment where Rodrigo and um, and Roberts were just like, Roberts miscontrolled it. Rodrigo went to start running. Roberts then just passed it out and Rodrigo was stood there. And they both looked like candidates from The Apprentice who had just had their backsides torn off them Mm. by Alan Sugar. You failed the interview at that moment. And it was like, we we were almost impervious to that in previous seasons under Bielsa. And and it feels like maybe maybe it's the fans coming back to the stadium. Maybe it's the the dreadful you know run of of games that we've had and and the low points that we've had and the the criticism that's been thrown to some of the players. I don't know what it is, but the system seems to have have sort of disappeared to the point where now people are thinking as individuals, and that manifests itself in in Harrison doing what Harrison always has done. Like every so often, he comes up with spectacular things. But you remember season one, Harrison. His crosses hit the first man. His shots would go into the keeper's arms. And that's Harrison low on confidence. Harrison high on confidence with the system behind him is terrifying. Incredible player. Dallas, with the system behind him, is not just your try-hard player who's got a a good set of all-round skills. He's, He's a key sort of unstopping cog that goes round. At which point, then you, then you introduce Rafinha and you've got a system that allows him to do something incredible but doesn't rely on him doing that. Yeah. And But that's not been <clears throat> in place this, this, this year. And I think it's really interesting. I, I was thinking when I was watching that game, they all think every single time they touch that ball, it's the job interview. And, they, and they've got 40,000 interviewers all around them, which yeah. in fairness to the fans, they didn't let it... let the stray passes, the headless missed tackles, mm. the weird decisions that they constantly made, like, oh, it's free up the right wing. No, I'm going to turn around and play it back to the goalkeeper again. You know, moments like that, the fans didn't let it get on top of them. They kept trying to encourage the players, which is fair enough. But, yeah, it, it, it was it was weird. Okay, it well, was listen, weird. We're, in, uh, we're in the question zone. I'm going to put something out at you. Now, you've got some strike, quite strong views about this. Um, I just want to put something to you. There was a chap on... Twitter. His name is Jacko underscore LUFC, and he. Do you think he sports leads? I don't know. What does that LUFC stand for? Luffs, luffs, luffs. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, he tweeted, or he retweeted, or he added a comment to someone about Liam Cooper. Um, and he said, he's 
effing poor. Excuse my French. But so many people don't see it. And what the one thing that's really interesting is that Liam Cooper liked it. And he then Liam Cooper liked it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then he oh. um this this Jacko lad, um, see a picture of him, he looks like a lovely fella. Um, he uh put a, he kind of then screenshotted it and sent this message. Really puts into context what you should think about typing, I suppose. Guess you never s- certain it's like sorry. <laughs> I'll start again. <laughs> really puts into context what you should think about typing, I suppose. Guess you never think certain people will see your tweets. Must be awful for any player to read criticism. Feel pretty effing terrible now. Sad face. Um, Sai, as a gentleman and a squire and a scholar. Mm. Liam, Liam Cooper. Mm. Go on. Not at the standard that we need to be our club captain. I can tell that you're withdrawn slightly. <laughs> no, you know what? No, I, I'm going to say it. I, say I don't. It. I don't hey, listen, think we've disenfranchised anyone who's got yeah, any true. interest yeah. at all. So off we go. I, I, this is this is this is this is moral relativism, rel- relativism in the right. flesh. Go. Well, I, I can I can tell you what though there there was a real cognitive dissonance with that. You know the apology from that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a truth of a of a matter doesn't matter um on, on who reads it do you know what i mean yeah like so, so like um liam cooper um is breathing oxygen doesn't change the fact whether or not you know if you type that as a as a twitter thing whether or not he likes it or not doesn't change the fact that his body relies on oxygen. I, I don't know. And so, I don't know. Um, I don't know why and he so, liked it. Do you reckon he liked it sarcastically? I think there are two things that are going on here. So, first of all, I want to talk about Liam Cooper. Second of all, I want to talk about my concerns about him liking it. Um, the first thing is, I I have to think about who is taking us forward as a club. Who is taking us out of? What the hell was that? I'm sorry. Um, it was just. Um, I'm just drinking dirty martinis and I just put the spoon back in the uh, mixer. <laughs> Carry on. I say dirty Ooh. martinis. It's just, it's, it, I've just missed. It's a boost. It's another boost. It, it is, it's vodka and boost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I say, ripped, I, say, I say it's a dirty martini. throwing it down the toilet. Yeah, I say it's a dirty yeah. martini because I'm nude from the waist down whilst drinking it. That's the dirty bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Cooper's, he's, he's, he, he lacks for me the essential quality that you need for your club captain, which is to be irreplaceable. I don't think he is Oof. irreplaceable in that I think we've got better centre-backs. And and actually quite a lot of the time, like uh, the thing is like he flatters to deceive at points where it's like, oh, wasn't it amazing how um, that he did that last-ditch tackle where he threw himself to the ground and, and just blocked it. It's like, yeah, it was amazing, but if you actually watch five seconds before, he's mugged off by like a, a generic Wolves player. Mm. He's turned inside and out, and that Wolves player is just think... shaping himself up to shoot. And Cooper's managed to get back to his feet and just do a last ditch tackle. Did you think that you know, there was that he was blamed to blame at all for the goal? Yeah, he was slow. He was um... behind the man. Like he, he was out of position. But the thing I go back to as well is like, particularly in defence, you want confidence in your main centre back. Mm. You you operate around them. I think a lot of the woes that are going on at Man United <laughs> <laughs> are happening because Maguire is not the 
the strong leader that he has been in the past. If you actually had a look at the way Liverpool had a malaise without Van Dijk, it was because their centre back, their centre backs were not like the they didn't have that touch point that the rest of the defence could say, you know, this guy's my rock. You look at the great Italian teams of the past. They had rocks in their defence that the rest of the defence held on to, including the keeper. Cooper is not that for us. The thing I worry about as well, and we've spoken about this before, mm. when Bamford's been talking about reading people's social media stuff, you guys are professionals. You guys are professionals. You shouldn't be interacting. Also, we are not the bosses. With... It doesn't matter how much we think we are. Like, exactly. We're not the bosses. You... Yeah, you shouldn't if someone be comes in off the street at your work, If someone comes in off the street at your work and says, I don't like the cut of your jib, you can go, oh, that's great, off you pop. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those, you, you, we do need these people to be flying above the surface. We do need to be able to rant and rave as fans because this is an emotional thing. And we're not the coaches. We haven't got our UEFA for coaching badges. We're, we're not there in the murder ball sessions. Not we're not, not there in the, the, the briefings with, with Bielsa and all of those things with what Bielsa is telling Cooper. So he shouldn't be filling his head with the nonsense from us. What we should be doing is interacting together as fans and falling out and then... You know, Did getting you back that again and getting excited and stuff. Like I, I, I doubt whether he's he's got the mental capacity to be able to understand <laughs> sarcasm online. Um, okay, well, I think we'll leave it there because that's um, that's rocket fuel. I've lost respect for the lad who's who's then pulled back and said, "Oh, I feel terrible now." A truth is. Well, a I truth. think it, I think actually, he's, he's, in many ways, that's really cynical. Because he's not yeah. saying, I retract what I said. He's saying, I wish I hadn't said it because it might mean that he doesn't do as well because of me. I wish I hadn't said it because he's liked my tweet. There's an awful lot morally that's just all over the place there. Do you believe it? If you believe it, stand by it. And it's up to Liam Cooper to ignore it or dive down into the gutter with the rest of us, which we don't want him to do. We don't want Patrick Bamford reading our tweets. We don't want Liam Cooper sarcastically liking tweets that go out. We know they do. Because you've seen the documentary, Luke Aylin. Yeah, you know we read them and it hurts. You know, estimate it's like pff, don't read them. I guess the most important question is: is there an equity in that? So, does everyone do it, or are there some people or some teams that kind of say have a blanket thing of like don't do it, or you've got a, a management team that's in charge of that? You don't need to get involved. I think genuinely, if we're talking about we talk all the time about confidence players and players that are either up for it or not up for it. Um, that might just be a, how much they sh- sh- shelter themselves from the outside criticism. Because when it all said and done, like, although when I'm sitting in my office at work, if someone like walks past and shouts tosser at me, I'll go, oh, okay, whatever, and I'll carry on. It won't really affect me. But I could then go to the toilet and have ten seconds to one side and go, someone just called me a tosser for no reason. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah so, there is there is a natural response, but yeah. the thing is, like. You're, so that's never happened. Conf- just this disclaimer: that's never happened. They've said far worse things. Yeah, um, yeah, it's true. And if, again, you, sh- if just- you shout through the window of a burger van, no one really cares. It doesn't go on my appraisal. It, no. You know, the boss doesn't sit me down and say, "Okay, you've sold fourteen hundred um, hamburgers, uh, but someone called you a tosser." Like it, it doesn't happen. You know, they just have. When just you when you throw. Up. When you throw your feces at them, though, mm, when they mm. simply order a double, burger, or as I like to call it, is, or like, well, I, well, I like to call that. That's called pulling a Keown. So yeah, yeah, the old Keown. Um, but the thing is, like, mate, like in a serious point, if the oh, yeah. players of our club, if their confidence yeah. is made or broken by the general 
ecosystem of the social media finished, around our club, then we're finished. But we're you, absolutely you, finished. But if the boot was on the other foot in terms of they grew because of people's comments, you think that's a positive, right? No. No, okay. I think that's absolutely dreadful. They shouldn't. That should not be the basis of them growing, or or reducing in confidence. Social media and what the fans are saying. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be like that. A teacher isn't on the parents' WhatsApp for for the kids in their class. You know, um, because you know they're going to be complaining about it. The CEO of a company is but, not in the WhatsApp of the of the cleaners. Or... But, but is that the correct analogy? Because. Maybe it's more like the politicians walking down the street and someone shouting, you Tory scum, for example. Um, maybe that is okay. Because maybe they should go away and say, oh, you know what? Like I should rethink some of my values or whatever. Yeah, but again, if they rethink their values based on someone shouting Tory scum, mm. um, then again, it's like their values can't be can't be... Got you. Well, well embedded, and which, which but, obviously uh, uh, for a lot uh, of politicians goes that way. It, the confidence needs to come from Bielsa. The confidence needs to come from their professionalism. The confidence okay. needs to come from their skill. Can't come from social media. Whilst I think that's a social. madness. All right, all right. Calm yourself. Um, have a drink of boost. <laughs> Calm yourself on. down. I've, I've, I've had too much. My heart's racing, mate. Okay, talking about. But boost. it's great though. Everyone should buy it. Talking about boost. Uh, Leeds United have just tweeted. <laughs> Oh, have they? No, they haven't just tweeted. They tweeted 10 hours ago. Um, oh, 63% right. of the vote. Um, Joe Gelhardt was your boost drinks man of the match. Against <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I, listen, this is this is a cutting edge podcast. Everyone knows this. So I'm going to live tweet yeah. um, in reference to that. Props to the boys at Boost. Grab one and put the oost in Boost. Side runs everywhere. Yeah. Tweet. There we are. That's, good. Yeah. that's out there. That's out in there. It's, it's gone. Multitasking. Posted. Um right um so next one hang on one minute hang on one cotton picking minute what's going on here oh no someone's playing silly buggers on um, social media saying that oligon and has been sacked right well um, he's, he's gonna he's gonna go at some point but let's not talk about that i don't want to no. get involved i don't want to get involved i want him, I to, want stay. him to stay there as long as possible i think it's hilarious yeah so Okay, so we need a result next week. Oh, oh, n- nothing other than a win is is okay. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Um, what about um, in terms of team selection? Let's have a quick, a short, a short thing on that. Well, yeah. Who do you think sits out next week? Who do you think takes their place? Okay, uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna get controversial here. Um, oh yeah. Knowing knowing that Bielsa will probably still play Roberts at ten. Uh, oh. you know but anyway I mean, I, listen, think... I mean with I mean this with the greatest respect I mean this with the greatest respect I don't even mind if we have like a a, a ceremonial match I don't even mind if it happens tomorrow evening I don't it, I, he can't play again please for the love of God he can't play again he's I he's I wouldn't I wouldn't pick him I wouldn't pick him as a backup if I was trying to get into the playoffs in in in, in the uh, championship. I, I just wouldn't. No. And, and it and feels like an experiment that's just gone wrong. It just feels like an experiment that's gone wrong. And every time it comes on, I'm almost sure that people check their pads. You know, when they is is it is him again? I thought his name was yeah. Smith. I thought that was, yeah. I thought it's that's Roberts. Oh, for f- okay, lads. Right, everyone, make a note of this. Let's not do it again next week. Next week comes. We need to want to yeah pop him up front. Get that Smith lad on. 
no, no, George, George, you know, and it's just like that, and it's just I can't believe he's slipping through the net, but and and I mean it, I I almost mean it with a bit of love. I mean him, I kind of, he's almost like a mate that whose missus dumped him six months ago, but he still kind of goes 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 round to the front of a house and her dad tells him like piss off like you're not you're not welcome anymore and he goes all right see you tomorrow and it's yeah yeah just yeah. keeps cu- i mean uh, i don't want to be negative about anyone i don't listen and i'm <sighs> what are we going to do about it can we do a can we write a letter or something tell you what we can do go on can down pop some boost down ice. His yeah we can we can we can down three ice cold boosts <laughs> Get that oost into our bloodstream. That, I, I might, don't know. that might work for him. So my changes would be, I think Geldhart has um, has passed the test. I think he needs to start. Instead of? Rodrigo. Okay. I think on the... Uh, up, up top. I think on the left wing, we need Dan James. I think on the right wing, Rafinha. Thank goodness he's he seems to be fine. Yeah. I I think we need to be looking towards Greenwood or Bate to, to give yeah, them a run out. I'm not saying know, what you think. I'm saying what is going to happen. Well, I'll tell, I'll tell you what's going to happen mm-hmm. is we're going to have Rodrigo up front. We'll have Tyler Roberts at number 10. <laughs> we'll have uh, Rodrigo. Yeah, we'll have... On the right, we'll have Rafinha. On the left, we'll have either Harrison or um, or Dan James. We'll have Click, who I think has been underperforming massively. Um, I, I can't I can't write off the fact that Bielsa will probably still say, "Oh, yeah, he is match fit, but I, he's not had enough time." So we might not see Calvin Phillips. So we we'll probably have Stroik again there, mm-hmm. um, and we'll have Urente and Cooper with Shackleton mm-hmm. on the right and Dallas on the left. That, that's what we'll have. Okay. And I, I don't think, I, and the thing is, I go back to the fact we can criticise Bielsa, even though he is the best manager in world football and he is the best manager to get the best out of these players that we have. But it's like, come on, what has Bate got to do? What has Greenwood got to do? What has Geldhart and Somerville had to do? Like these guys, and, and actually when they've come on, Cresswell, when he played, oh, yeah. they've shown that they can mix it. They've, they've not come in into championship games. They've come in into premiership games. And also in the middle of what has been one of the most turgid, disappointing, dysfunctional seasons we've had under Bielsa that Bielsa may have had in his career. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And so it's, and they've shone. Yeah. It's like, what do they have to do? And I was so, I was electrified by Somerville and Goldhart. Like those guys, they were, they brought belief back to the stadium and they, they brought that sense, that tangible, like, oh, something's going on. When you see Bate in the under-23 games, dictating play, putting pressure on players, picking out the right pass in there, he's doing all the things that Click is not doing at the moment mm. and is trying really hard to do, but isn't doing it. Mm. So it's like, okay, well, if we're going to be putting them on the bench because we've got no other options then give them the run out that they deserve because so far every time you have they have they have exceeded what we could have expected them to do okay listen yeah i, th- I think you're right i think you're right um you know it won't change you know that we'll be sitting no. here talking about tyler roberts um missing Miss a couple it, of chances yeah passing the ball to the side again so listen despite the short notice we've had a, we've got a very special end to the podcast today which is we've got barry um I called him earlier. He was a bit angry because he was um, 
his dogs were mating in the kitchen. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I interrupted him. So um, he shouted Sandra through, and and she she took care of it for a minute. Just made sure that um, they were splashing them with plenty of water and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. but we've got Arsenal on Tuesday, and so um, I gave him a call and I said, right, listen, I'll let you finish the podcast up. Um, with your kind of prediction about, you know, how you think we're going to do against Arsenal. Um, he went on a bit of a rant, I'm not going to lie. Um, so uh, I'm just going to say goodbye from us now. Um, there's only there's only one thing to say, and that's um, we can do it together today. I leads. Therefore, I am. Um, thank you, yeah. So here's, here's, here's Barry to... Um, Talk you through um, how it's going to go for uh, for Leeds against Arsenal on Tuesday. I'm going to be watching it in the bath, nude, obviously, because yeah. I, I tend to take my clothes off when I get in the bath. Um, yeah, yeah. Like a deviant I, I, that you are. Yeah. We're going to watch it as a threesome. Um, I don't we, like that choice of words. Our executive uh, producer, Jim, you, and we're going to be watching it, and um, we'll, we might do a little I'm bit of recording. I'm comfortable with your choice of words. Okay. I'd like to Talking about being uncomfortable with a choice of words, here is Barry with his review of Arsenal. You all right, lads? <laughs> Barry from Beeston here. I'm not down working men's club this time because uh, dogs are mating in the back garden at the moment. Um, honestly, you should see the kitchen. It is an absolute mess. It looks like someone sprayed white paint all around. I don't know what we've been feeding them. It's disgusting. It's going to take me weeks to wipe down those surfaces. I say me, I mean Sandra, obviously. Uh, but anyway, uh, Arsenal, don't get me even started on those posh Southern, I, I can't even bring myself to talk about them. Honestly, they turn up to that library that they call a stadium, sitting there supping their decaffeinated Earl Grey tea, one ninety nine from Sainsbury's, where they shop, by the way, to do their main shop. Sainsbury's, lads, for their main shop. Last time Arsenal were relevant was when Henry was knocking them in from right, left and centre. And yeah, and, and unfortunately he turned Sam Byram round when he had his comeback and stuff like that. And we don't blame Byram for that. We blame him for going down to the we blame him for going down to the capital as well. Anyway, the boosters uh, are settled down a bit, lads, as well. Just have to say that I was in the hospital for a little while. Nothing to do with the boost, but what they were saying was that my blood pressure and my heart rate were just far too high. Both of them, nothing to do with the boost, but I have stopped it and they have both come down. Correlation is not causation, boys. That's all I have to say. Anyway, Arsenal, we're going to smash those posh southern nonces 3 0. 3 0. But anyway, on the other side, I've just got to talk about the game that's just gone. Absolute disgrace. I don't know if you've heard about this new thing. It's called Twitter. And you can write down anything that you want to write down and anyone can read it. So I've, I've gone on Twitter and I've started something. It's called hashtag Bielsa out because you know what? I'm speaking for the fans, lads. I'm speaking for the fans. Bielsa doesn't know what he's doing. That Roberts lad doesn't have a clue. Doesn't know. Rodrigo, he needs to go back to Portugal or wherever it was that he was going. And wherever he was playing. Players that last season, I don't know, maybe they've not been drinking enough booze. Bielsa, hashtag Bielsa out. Yeah, I tell you what, I see Roberts walking down the street, you know, the things I'm going to do to him, the things I'm going to do to him, right, it's going to make the things I'm threatening to do to you look like they're walking the park. Anyway, I don't know why I keep talking, every time I'm